Hockey season is coming up, and that means new merch over at ourdragonsmerch.com. Get the latest designs and some of our fun new souvenirs ahead of what's sure to be a great 22-23 hockey season. Celebrate another season of River Dragons hockey coming up by getting a new look to wear on game days, or surprise the big-time sports fan in your life with a new keepsake that will make them a River Dragons fan for life. Order online right now at ourdragonsmerch.com. That's the letter R, dragonsmerch.com. We'll see you at the rink in November. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Two Minutes Roughing. Of course, your host, Marley Rando, joined by... Hello, it's the Prospector once again, and I'm ready to just laugh. <laughs> well, I guess let's get right into it, because, Mark, guess what it no longer exists? Well, no longer exists is still a little bit of a strong word for now. Uh, let's be honest, it's not going to exist. <laughs> Dave... The Delaware Thunder have, after reports that maybe they would be going to one brick New Jersey, uh, they have now decided for elected for dormancy for the 2023-2024 season as they try to focus on getting a place in Dover. Yes. Um, all I'm going to say in that regard is um, that podcast got really popular. That's all I'm going to say last week's podcast. So Yeah, I figured it would. But... Yeah, so Delaware, I'm not entirely surprised. I was here's the thing: as much as I've shown some animosity towards the Thunder organization as a whole, I would have still been down for a partial relocation just to see what happens. But I think, honestly, this was a smarter move. This is a smarter mm-hmm. move if they are actually serious about going to Dover. You don't because at that point, if Dover's the end goal, you're just creating a lame duck location yeah i mean look the, the the thunder were put into a spot by themselves well let me say not by this by ownership they were they were put into a bad spot and that spot leaves them basically homeless that spot leaves them in a terrible situation where they're basically hoping that people still remember this team in a few years and you know what they brought up on themselves and uh, I'm, I, like I said last week, uh, I, I, I again, I respect the fans, respect the players. Uh, the players have gone through a lot there. I don't, I do not respect ownership. That's uh, uh, so. I'll repeat that again. Yeah, yeah. No, they given certain stories that are potentially going to be coming out here soon regarding certain. Yeah, pay, just just uh, stay tuned. <laughs> uh, certain ownership practices. And uh, certain ways the team was ran on yes. both front office standpoint and towards the players. Um, right. Such as team owner Charles Penn Jr. Excuse me, not Jr. Uh, Jr. is a wonderful guy. Do not I do not associate him with Sr. But uh, Charles Penn Sr. Uh, yelling about Facebook comments and unrelated Facebook pages to his own team's Facebook page. That's true. That happened. Uh, we, you know, just, just saying. Yeah. I mean, Mark, I mean, again, ownership, when it comes to Delaware, put themselves in this hole. I mean, there's no other way to describe it, right? Well, you know, I, because, you know, um, Don Kernan, he, Kiernan, I, I don't even know how to say his name at this point. He made, the commissioner of the FPHL said 
that there were certain things that Delaware was saying that just weren't true. Right. And, and that and that to me throws out a lot of credibility, just that alone towards Senior, because that tears down a lot of his argument with the fairgrounds. Now, I'm not going to yeah. say the fairgrounds were perfect. I'm not saying they're blameless in this situation. However, certain things that the that Senior and the organization tried to put on the fairgrounds was just not the case. It's just, it, 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 again, it, it, and then you also have the team through Ronnie Taylor, who I will bring up again, absolutely blame Sarge for the break uh, leak uh, yep. when that you know that's we had no we had no idea like that yeah. just came out of left field when Sarge said that I'm like what but like the the, the unprofessionalist like that. Because here's here's exactly what Delaware did. This is this is Delaware's PR strategy. It was stay silent until everything leaked, and then we would talk about it because they weren't doing anything. And then when people were talking about it, they would get mad because guess what? They were trying. I I understand what they were trying to do, but like you had to give news at some point. And the only way that they would get get, get you know try to put themselves out there is just have Charles Penn Senior go out there and go. I am tough man. I am sitting out here. With my 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 chin, and I I I'm I'm doing press conference. Fairgrounds bad, and then of course you would have. I'm sorry, some Delaware fans are absolutely brain dead when it comes to the guy, who absolutely like, you would you would think he he's like the next Jim Jones, you know, lapping up everything he says like he's like God. And I, I just I cannot figure out the devotion to that man when it comes to Delaware fans sometimes. Uh yeah, and especially after the Don interview where. He was basically saying like certain things that Senior was saying was just not true. Like yeah. that stood that right there stood so he is not somebody to be fully trusted. Oh, uh, I mean to be fair, uh, Senior actually put the dis- this kind of distrust in him uh, all by himself. This wasn't like you know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, no, remember I like when we talked about this. We said 2019, 2020, like the team was perfectly fine. Like Senior, like I remember there was like kind of one thing, but we all thought it was like like new owner blues and then like 2021 he like went off the rails and it was like crazy and like it just it led to two years of insanity with that team yeah like well the thunder were just a weird team like they, they were a weird team from the get-go because they were in a tiny ass arena like not even like like what 700 capacity and the no which I know that was the big point of contention, which Don said, hey, that was actually more on senior and not the fairgrounds, which is, the, like I said, destabilized a lot of seniors' argument against the fairground. Mm-hmm. Um, the, like, the team, like, wasn't great, but they weren't, like, the worst ever, like. Oh, yeah. Since, I mean, since, since that year also featured Battle Creek. I mean. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. Um, the yeah. I, it was like I, I considered it like such a weird anomaly. Like I agree. Okay, to be give an example, wheeling in the ECHL, that mm-hmm. market is so tiny. Yeah, because it's basically like the last like old school ECHL team. Yeah, and so tiny. The arena is old, and like I consider wheeling the little market that could. Now, if Wheeling's the little market that could, what the heck does that make a place like Harrington, Delaware, with its 
just about as small, if not smaller population, and tiny arena hosting professional hockey. And I'm, I'm going to give credit to the fans here. They, tr- they gave their all for the team. And that's what kind of makes me mad, seeing how certain aspects of this team was ran, because the fans actually gave a shit. Mm-hmm. And, I, and honestly, a lot more than the owner did. And that pisses me off. Like the, and the fact that the owner was very neglectful with, with so many things. Like Harrington, I think actually genuinely has potential. There is potential there. And I think they would have been fine under a different owner. I think Harrington would absolutely be coming back next season if it was under a different owner. But, but alas, Sears made his choices. Sears made his statements. He has spoke what he believes is truth, and he spoke what we have seen are lies. And he has deconstructed all of that, and now is trying to coerce Dover, the city of Dover, into gaining an arena. And that, and we're going to see how that unfolds over the next year or two. Yeah, it's. Mm, I. I... I, I'm sorry if if Dover's even going to happen, you you cannot have senior. I think that's a fact. I don't Dover think that's is, and here's what makes me mad: Dover is not a bad idea either. Correct. It's yeah, not, I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying, but I think but if you're going to have no, this work, I would say this. It might be it's it's a better idea than maybe Harrington. I'll actually I, I will say that too. Like Dover, like. I don't know, like, for me, this is, what's the, let's see, I'm trying to find, like, 40,000 people in the city and 150 in the metro. That's perfect for the Fed. That's, that's, like, the Dover market size-wise is right where the Fed is typically, you know, that's actually, like, perfect for the Fed, get plenty of people, and a 2,000-seat arena in Dover would probably do well. I'm not even going to deny that because honestly, I think that would actually work pretty well. It's genuinely the person at the top. Genuinely well, the well it's also his lackeys. He has, you know, Ronnie. Um, yeah, but I'm I mean, sorry, I'm well, sorry, Ronnie. I know, I know, I played a little nice, but uh, you you need to stop being a lap dog. Well, I mean, if you get where senior, you'll probably get rid of the lackeys too. So I mean, yeah. So, like I said. Dover is a great idea. I'm not like I. I'm not going to deny that. I'm like Dover's a great idea. Market size is there. The arena's plan is honestly not the worst I've ever seen, to be honest. But it's just the person at the top. It mm-hmm. it really is. It, if you have a different owner going into Dover, trying to get a Dover arena planned and made and put a team there, I think it would do well. I just don't see that happening with senior at the helm. Yeah, it's <sighs> man. I mean, we can talk about this forever, and we would probably say the same things. But the Thunder organization needs to have a lot of changes, and that basically means selling the team to a new uh, owner. Which... Well, now it makes me kind of curious though, because since they've elected dormancy, there will be if it hasn't happened already. There's nothing that we've heard on our end that it has happened yet. 
but there should be very soon a uh, dispersal draft for Delaware. Yes. And that's cool. And there's some good players. And that's another thing. There is some good players on Delaware still that, that could be picked up. So, I mean, but then that also brings the question, like, when Delaware comes back, if they come back, you know, that brings a whole other wrinkle because, I mean, do you try to get those players back? Do you – do they even want to come back? Like, uh, Yeah, that's the I, thing. It – it would be a very interesting situation. Which well, actually there is. well, to be fair, hang on. We both know one player who has had a terrible experience with Delaware. And there, there's at least a couple more out there that we know of. Yeah. I mean, it's – it's. I'm sure I'm sure players – like, and you know what? I'll, I'll go and say this. Delaware was seen basically as a last possible stop in the Fed. Like, no one wanted to go there because of how bad ownership was. Because ownership would literally interfere with every single aspect more than normal. And it, it just, it was terrible. Yeah, I mean, that, I'm just getting more angry the more I think about it because Delaware, the state, putting a team there is not a bad idea. It has never yeah. been a bad idea. And we've seen, like, the fans that did show up, like, they were passionate. They were there for the team. And, again, I think it would do wonderful. Mm-hmm. But it needs, but the team needs a different owner. Genuinely, or else you're going to run into the same the same issues as last time, and we're and if we even get to that point with Dover, and that it frustrates it infuriates me honestly because I like I like to see my pro hockey grow, I like to see it go to places that maybe it wouldn't, and then it succeeds. I think it could really succeed in the state of Delaware, but you also need the right tools for it to succeed, and with the ownership involved, it's it's just not there. Yeah. Well, um, I guess speaking of things that kind of can make you angry, mm-hmm. I was about the SPHL schedule and then kind of a, a, an aspect that's kind of came out from that since. So the SPHL schedule is out. It's 11 teams, excuse me, 10 teams now, of course, with the loss of Vermilion County. Uh, the dates are fairly even for once. So that's nice. Yeah. Um, I mean, like I said, I think they did well enough. There's still some things that are still kind of weird. Yeah. Um, they, they need divisions at this point. It's 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 kind of getting ridiculous. Um, if the Fed can do it, then yeah, I, I'm gonna agree there. Um, one thing, so one funny aspect of the whole schedule saga was Pensacola literally did not post anything about the schedule until the full schedule was released. Yeah, which was annoying. Honestly, yeah. it was kind of annoying because like, okay, everyone else has posted their home dates. Where's yours, Pensacola? Dead silent. <laughs> like, ooh, I, 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 I'm surprised. You know, I'm surprised they even mentioned that they had the full schedule out. I'm gonna be honest. After that, <laughs> like, yeah. that was just that was just annoying. But you know what's even more annoying? Uh, only having potentially only having nine Saturday home dates, and then maybe even less than that. Yeah, it's. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Let's talk about Pensacola. I mean, excuse me, not Pensacola, but Peoria. Um, Mark, you're a Peoria guy, of course. I mean, we've had we had the whole save the Riverman. Uh, I won't call it a crisis, but it got close to that sometimes. And then now you have everything that happens. Uh, now with the schedule, I mean, I, I I remember I had concerns when this was a one year lease. 
And then I feel like my concerns are now being like proven. It's correct. always a one-year lease. It's always a one-year lease nowadays. Like I'm not surprised that it was a one-year lease. Like, I, and I didn't expect a long-term lease until there was a new ice plant. Yeah, but like that's just that's just honesty there. Like, and I wouldn't expect that on either side until there's an, an ice plant, like a new ice plant installed, that there wouldn't be a long-term lease because you know. Yeah. Okay. So. With how this is starting to look very similar to last year, you have another Bloomington game. Apparently, there was there there. It seemed like the team won more Saturdays from what we're reading publicly. I can kind of confirm some of this privately. And then the arena said, "No, we're not giving you the same amount of Saturday dates." You have again the like I said, Bloomington. I mean, it feels like we're coming into another coming March. You know, in twenty twenty four we're going to see another kind of fan uprising. Am I wrong? Or am I maybe just like, no, at this point, no. Well, there is, I think some caveats with, so this is something that the city council, I think put in with the whole, like them giving extra money. They have, I think they have to do the ice plant. They have to. But the issue is though, if you're having the force, the team will literally go 70 minutes to Bloomington, right? 70 minutes? Uh, no, I think more than that, actually. Well, no, 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 no. About 45 minutes. Okay. You're, you're fortunate to do a Saturday night game. Again, Saturdays, one of the most profitable nights in Marley Cocky. You're forcing them to go play in, in another city. I mean, okay, what's going to happen here? Like, I mean, are the are is the team making some sacrifices for this, a, a summer redo of basically the entire floor concrete? I don't it, know. Like, okay, in, in, I don't know. But here's another frustrating thing that has really come out recently. You know, the Riverman been unable to really do comp tickets recently, last year or two, right? Uh, I've heard some parts of this. Could you kind of so basically walk me that? so what the Civic Center is now doing to the Riverman? I'm not sure if they do it to Bradley as well, but I don't know. I can only speak on the Riverman. Uh, for every contact they try to do, the Riverman have to give a $2 fee to the Civic Center. Mm-hmm. Which means, like, 100 tickets is, like, $200, and that's, you know, money that, like, they're just trying to, like, that was never the case beforehand. Never the case. That's a $2 fee on what's supposed to be, like, a free ticket to try to grow the game. Like, why? Yeah. Like, and because of that, like, they stopped doing really comp tickets. They had to stop. And that's part of the reason why tennis has been a little, like, I think, had a little bit of that dip. Because this has been since after COVID. So, you have that. Doing comp tickets, like, brings out groups that otherwise wouldn't be able to go, brings out, like, a lot of other, like, schools and, uh, special needs groups and other like social groups as well. Like why? Uh, because recently there was some extra money that was left over from the Save the Riverman operation. Um, and we they decided what they're going to do because uh, they worked with BART. They, BART's going to match the money that we were giving them. And basically that's going to equate to like, like, 200 tickets, like somewhere like 150 to 200 tickets 
that could be done for comp tickets, basically, that they could bring groups in. Mm-hmm. But that's it, like 150 to 200, like total. And it's just ridiculous. Like, why do like you're the service is doing what it can to just it just feels like they're just doing what they can to just try to mess with the riverbank. Like, and like I said, if they don't do the ice plant, the city's going to give them hell. That's the yeah. that's the thing at this point. Like that's one good thing about this whole thing from spring is that now if they don't do it, the city is going to give them hell for it. Yeah, but like it feels like the the arena's problem. It feels like the 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 arena leadership has set themselves into a, to a fork in the road where it's either we actually stick to our promise, but we lose our summer, or we get rid of this team that a bunch of people that we had to cry about publicly. And we had to go on our husband's radio show and we, we just get to keep doing our thing. I mean, do you do I, the, the issue is the more I'm looking at this, it feels like they're going to take the, you know what, screw it. We're not doing an ice plant. Get rid of this team road. No, I know I'm going to be, you might need a sense for me after this because I'm getting. Okay. Yeah, all right. Hold on, Mark, before you do anything. Mm-hmm. What Mark is going to say from now on is completely Mark. Please do not get mad at me. Or get mad at anyone else. Get mad at, at uh, Prospector. Get mad at the Prospector Hockey. There you go. Go ahead, Mark. Civic Centers, if you're somehow listening to this, please take heed that Reverend fans aren't going to stay silent. You should know this by now. And I'm going to be real honest. They, the only reason it was kept peaceful is because there was actually a resolution that, you know, could save our team. If you do something to screw this team, I'm I'm fearful. I'm all right. What he means by fearful is he means peaceful protests and nothing nothing bad happening when it comes to violence. There is no violence that's going to happen, right, Mark? Mark, please answer truthfully and not just you know a joke. All I can say is for myself, I wouldn't do anything. Okay, he means no one on, uh, no one, no one would ever do anything violent. Uh, Mark, please do not ins- insinuate anything or that anyone else would do. I don't know what other people would do. To be fair, okay, that that that, that, that that's kind of a true statement. To be fair, that's the thing. But there are some seriously passionate fans, even more passionate than me. In this, in the Ruben fan base, you were talking about a team that has been around for over forty years. You don't even see this crud with Binghamton. Being like the Veterans Memorial Arena loves Binghamton hockey, but no, but no, Civic Center is trying to be all about Bradley when Bradley could just go over to Renaissance Coliseum and tell Civic Center to screw off. That's all they could do. That's absolutely, and I wouldn't be shocked that they do that in the future. And then what, Civic Center? Then what? You, you won't have a tenant, and you have to admit, losing guaranteed dates, dozens of guaranteed dates each year of shows that you can of something that you can bring into the Civic Center and not have it be an empty place. That's a bad business move. That's a bad business move. 
It is. If you want, and I'll say this, this like I said, the city is going to give them hell if they try to do anything to not have the ice plant. They're going to give them hell. And I, I wouldn't be shocked if, I, I, that's the thing. I can't say yes or no that bad things might not happen. I genuinely can't say that at that point because you already have frustration from this past spring, from this past season. Uh, we were trying to celebrate, like, at the, like we finally had a cup champion. We, like, we finally had a cup champion after, like, 22 years. Mm-hmm. And then Civic Center, like, does all this. Like, it was frustrating. And I'm – you know, here's the thing. I remember being at one of the meetings, and the woman who was in charge of the Civic Center was right next to me at one point. I don't know what kind of strength I got in me. Yeah, nothing was going to happen, right, Mark? There was no, there was not going to be any kind of assault. Do not say that. No, no. I was saying I don't know what kept me to stay silent. Okay, thank you. I that's what I was going to say. Damn, like because the things I wanted to say to this woman. Ooh. <laughs> uh, I, I'm gonna be real honest. I would not have been sorry for anything I would have said. I, you know, I'm gonna say that for any Ruben fan that was in that building that mm. night when her and other members of the Civic Center Authority Board were there, because I, because because quite a few people looked at them, mm. and I saw, ang- the true genuine disgust and anger and that's a powerful thing oh it's a powerful thing that's that's more visceral than any sort of hatred for any rival team that you could think of Mm. yeah because a rival team can't literally doesn't have the potential power to destroy your team that's that's where that anger comes from. Something that has at times brought the city together, has brought the city so much joy and economic value. And the civic center does not see that because the civic center is now being run by people who think it's a for-profit entity when it's never has been. It's never was the point of the civic center. That's the thing. The city made the civic center to it purposely to not be a for-profit place. But it still brought in profit economically because the the events in Sozibrin would generate economic value for the surrounding area and and in turn make it generally profitable. Like that's the whole point of the Civic Center, but they would just rather have the Civic Center just be profitable outright, but then that's killing a lot of, you're going to destroy a lot of fan trust. And you do not want to hurt your fan, your demographic. This is your local demographic. If you hurt that, you can't guarantee that people are going to travel to Peoria to see things, to go to events. You can't guarantee that. And you can't guarantee that people come to Peoria, like from Peoria, are going to go either. But it's a lot more likely because they're right, because it's in their city. So why try to destroy the local demographic for the more outlier and regional demographic. Why would you do that? That's all, that's what this boiled down to. 
Mm. Yeah. It's, and like I said, I can't say what might happen in the future with this team at this point. All I know is that I'm angry. And everyone else should be angry too. Because we've worked so hard for this team to make sure that this team can stay for another 40 years. And I can't trust the Civic Center won't just tear that down. I can't trust it. Mm. And that and that makes me more pissed than anything else right now. Which sucks. Like if, if I, I mean, if like, you know, the VBC was kind of like that with the Havoc, I, w- I would not be happy. You know, it, it just, uh, man. Uh, and here's the thing, the Civic Center is absolutely partly the blame for part of the attendance thing. Because like I said earlier, Roman can't barely do comp tickets now because of the fees that they put on for the tickets. And then also, why bother? Like, the amount of Bradley imagery around the arena mm-hmm. is far greater than the Roman imagery. And I 100% think that isn't because the Roman don't, don't want the imagery. Well, Bradley has the, a lot more money. That's another thing, too, but I, I just don't trust the Civic Center. I don't trust the Civic Center with the Riverman. I just don't. And that is the most frustrating thing about this. There's no trust. Wow. Yeah, I mean, with the VBC, I mean, half the walls are dedicated, uh, dedicated to Havoc stuff. Like, well, I, like I, It's a little similar to the Riverman. Like, you have, i say, a quarter of the arena... Like, well, half, okay, half of the actual, like, interior of the arena, so, like, where you're actually sitting, like, there's, like, that big wall that has full room and stuff, although that hasn't been updated in so long in terms of, like, certain logos and stuff. And then there's also, like, a quarter of the concourse, I would say, that is dedicated to, like, room and stuff, like, on the wall. Yeah. And Bradley also has like a quarter, like it's even, it's fairly even on the inside of the arena. Like once you get through the doors of the arena, of the actual arena itself, but inside the Civic Center complex itself Mm -hmm. and on the outside, it seems very clear that Bradley has a bigger focus. The biggest, okay, how about this? If you go on uh, Google Earth, you go on Google Street View. And you look at the outside of the Civic Center from, like the the new the newer part, like the one with like the big, like uh, the parking lot and the entranceway. Right. Um, there are two gigantic banners outside on the wall. There's a Bradley one and there's a Riverman one. The Bradley one looks well kept, branch like pretty new too. Like it's the Riverman one is several years old and faded and clearly not been kept well. Mm. And to me, that's a perfect representation of how the Civic Center views each entity. Man. Yeah, it just, that sucks. It, it really does. So, and that's, yeah, it, it does. It feels like the Rubman are just now the forgotten child. Like, there's a clear favorite as Bradley. But the thing with Bradley, like I said, they could easily just leave. They don't have to stay at the Civic Center. They could literally go on campus. Sure, it wouldn't be that as big of an arena, but like they basically would, they actually sell about 
what it would take, like a little bit more than what it would be for a sellout at Renaissance at Civic Center. Imagine if you had a sellout every night in your building on campus, so you wouldn't have to pay anything. Leastwise, you would literally just have your team right there. All of the concessions would be yours, everything. And I'm sure Bradley wouldn't mind that. That's something the Civic Center really needs to keep in mind. Bradley has another option. And if Bradley ever takes that option, well, then what are you going to do? That, yeah, you're uh, you're kind of stuck then. Just basically having to admit you're wrong. So make your choice in Civic Center. Like that's, You better do the ice plant. And there's a part of me that still thinks, yeah, you will because – like I said, the city will give you hell otherwise. The city, the team, the fans, honestly, the people at this point, because it's coming out of the city's budget, like, well, kind of budget, but it's a weird thing. Yeah. Um, we There's now an expectation that there's an ice plant there. No ice plant this upcoming summer when you said, like, hey, the, like, that's why they didn't do it this, like, like right now, because there's already scheduled dates for it. Like, there's already, like, events planned for the arena, which is, like, okay, that's fair. Like, and plus it takes time to get the materials to do this, too. Like, that's why I'm not, like, I'm not hammering them on delaying it for next summer because it makes sense. I'm yeah. just, like, it makes sense. Yeah, it was way too close for them to just install it over this summer. Like, they had yeah, too much. Like, I don't know, that's why I haven't really been saying that because, like, yeah, no, that makes sense. But – if you don't do it next summer, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, here's the, the dangerous part. I know I'm going to say this. This is what actually genuinely worries me. Genuinely worries me. You do realize the Civic Center Authority Board's addresses are publicly available, right? Okay, on another note, I think this is a good time to really wrap up the podcast. Mark, uh, I'm going to let me do this outro and then uh, and then, and then, <laughs> then I'll let you do your thing. I've been Marley Grando. You can find me. Um, please, please don't get, please don't call the cops on this. Oh, God, Mark. Um, uh, you can find me at Marley Grando once again address all police actions towards this man be fair i have not said anything that like i wouldn't do anything myself and here's Mark, the thing. just say your social no. media stuff no let me say my piece here let me say my piece i'm not condoning doing anything to the civic center or to anybody but what i'm saying is do the right thing civic center get the ice plant don't don't try to drag out this shit any longer than it needs to. Because it will only cause you more and more headache. You think, because here's the thing, last, because this during this whole thing, they they tried to take down their addresses. Even though they can't really do that because they are public employees. Once again, Mark, please don't. No, no. What I'm saying is do not do anything to them that wouldn't be lawful. Do your protesting, send your letters, send your phone calls, still talk to city council in every way. Like this fight is clearly not over. 
this fight is not over and we won't stop until the long-term security of the Riverman is, is there. Mm. Because for a lot of us, this is part of our life. Like a lot of us have lived with this team our entire lives and we don't know really what life would be without it. I know I probably wouldn't be who I am without the Riverman. I'm not sure how I would be existing. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna be real blunt. This team has helped me through some dark times, and it's kind of like messing with somebody's life. That's, and that's where I worry, genuinely. Because if I'm getting like this, if I'm getting this passionate, and I know I'm not even the most passionate person in this fan base. Just don't drag this out any further. All right. All right. Well, Mark, where, where, can, where can people find you on social media? You can find me on Prospector Hockey. That's Prospector HCKY on Twitter. And okay. seriously, do not do anything illegal or anything like that. I do not. Thank you. Thank this. you for saying thank you. Okay. Because uh, as much, you know, here's the thing. that's why I said I'm worried because I don't want that to happen. I really don't. And I can't speak, but at the same time, I can't speak for other people in this fan base. That's because I can't speak for a whole group when there's so many different individuals. I yeah. don't want anybody to do anything stupid or anything like that, but that's what I'm worried might happen. I'm worried, genuinely worried. Like, and I want to point, make that point very clear. I'm worried about what might happen at that point. And I'm worried about what this the council might do at that point because we're talking because you because you watch some of those meetings the city council was furious at the civic center that it even got to this point oh. which was a good sign for us like and that's why you think the civic, the city council gave them hell last time oh that was only the first layer of hell there's still several more layers that's that's genuinely what I'm worried about. Don't do anything to jeopardize. At that point, you're jeopardizing your jobs by doing by trying to back out of it. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I think that's a good place to uh, you know kind of uh, go out on things. So, yeah. Uh, once again, I've been Miley Grando, Mark. Uh, People can find you at Prospector Hockey. And uh, please don't do anything stupid just because of this episode. Bye.